You're listening to Profile Theatre On Air. I'm Josh Hecht, Artistic Director of Profile Theatre in Portland, Oregon. Profile Theatre is one of the oldest continuously running theatre companies in the state. We center our season around a featured playwright whose vision broadens our perspective on the world and deepens our collective compassion. Profile Theatre On Air is a new platform bringing you high-quality audio plays as well as interviews, community profiles, and feature stories. This month, we're bringing you our first offering, Claudia, a viral love story, written by nine astounding writers commissioned by Profile Theatre, including Hansel Jung, Hilary Bettis, Dan Kitroser, Harrison David Rivers, Christopher Oscar Pena, Jason Grote, Philip Dawkins, E.M. Lewis, and Anna Ziegler, off of a playwriting prompt by Profile's featured writer, Pulitzer Prize winner Paula Vogel. And now here's episode three of Claudia, a viral love story. Scene five is by Christopher Oscar Pena, and scene six by Jason Grote. Five, Hader and Penelope. Mar-a-Lago. Yes, that den of greed and white privilege owned by he who must not be given any more press. It's hot AF out. Scorching. Like you can see steam coming off the pavement. Hader lounges out back sunning himself. He's in a purple tunic cape thing. He wears a mask, but this being Hader, it is a mask fit for the fashion gods, matching his purple tunic. Nearby, Penelope is cleaning tables with a rag and a tray. She is short, and her dark hair is pulled back in a ponytail. We hear the sound of Hader's chair creaking as he repositions himself. Ow! Mr. Hader! Hey, let me see your knee. Oh. oh, no. Mr. Hader, it's twice as big as when I left. I can see that. Here, let me help you. Oh, so cold. That's the point. But it hurts. Only for a little bit. Come on, Mr. Hader, be strong. Thank you, Penelope. What happened, Mr. Hader? Did you fall? No, I don't remember falling. I mean, I drank a lot last night. And this morning, but still, I feel like I would have remembered if I had fallen. Well, this should help. Advil, Advil, my favorite. Penelope, you are a saint. Oh, I don't know about all that. I haven't done anything great, anything that deserves sainthood. I haven't converted thousands to Christianity. I haven't been captured by pirates and forced into slavery. (laughs) I haven't served the devil or lost my head. I'm not sure I have done anything that deserves sainthood. Well, between you and I, you work here, and that is pretty saintly of you. I have to pay the bill somehow. But a Mexican working at Mar-a-Lago, working for him? I'm Honduran. Even worse. A job is a job. You could work elsewhere. That's easy for you to say. You are an artist. Artists think they are martyrs. They can't pay their bills, so this makes them special, because they are sacrificing. But if you choose to be an artist, well, you are already more privileged than you think, because you have that choice. I don't have that choice. I must survive. Oh, you sound like my boyfriend. Ex-boyfriend. Lover. 
my ex-lover. I thought you had a wife. Greets with a red-eye gravy, a country ham, and a fried egg. And five or six mimosas. Every day since you've been here. That's her order. We... We have an arrangement. I see. My lover. He had a choice, and he chose. Well, he... He didn't choose me. I'm sorry for you, Mr. Hader. Thank you, Penelope. I'm glad someone is. He loves sushi. Where he's from, there isn't a lot of fresh fish, so this afternoon for lunch, I ordered the most expensive fish on the menu. All of it. All the sushi. I asked for every piece, every kind, and I took photos of it. Each delectable piece. I took photos of it for my Instagram. I put it on portrait mode so it looked like art. It was art. And as I took each delectable bite into my mouth, I savored it. I savored it knowing that he would see it, knowing that he would see this beautiful breakfast that he had thrown away. This beautiful, this beautiful, this beautiful afternoon life with me. Here you go, Mr. Hader. It sounds like you need this drink. Thank you, Penelope. Ugh, so annoying having to take this mask off every time I want to drink or eat. Not to mention the heat. The heat is the worst. That is probably why my knee is swollen. (laughs) Karma. Bad karma for trolling the love of my life. What? What is it? What? Oh, please. If I tell you, Mr. Hader, do not be too angry with me. Oh, I could never. You're the kindest person in the world. The only one who takes care of me. I mean you no harm, Mr. Hader, but you are not skinny. You can say it. I am fat. I know I am fat. Most male opera stars of my caliber are. It is... It is the price we pay. Okay, Mr. Hader. You are fat. I think the reason you got the swollen knee is because you were fat. And you ate the fish. I don't understand. You have the gout, Mr. Hader. You have the gout like my old abuelo used to have. And the worst things for gout are beer, red meat, and fish. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you got the gout because of all the fish. It's not karma, it's science. You got the gout because you ate too much fish. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I get. (laughs) Are you okay? (coughs) Penelope. Yes. Yes, I'm just... How you say? uh, I, I need water. Dehydrated. Yes, dehydrated. <coughs> Penelope! Penelope, are you okay? Uh, I just... I just... Give me a minute. Please, Penelope, sit down. Sit with me. Uh, I cannot, Mr. Hader. They will see me and they will fire me. I insist. No one is here. It's just you and I. Please, sit down. Okay. But only for a second. How long have you been sick? 
I have to work. Please, Mr. Hader. You will not say anything. I, I lose my job. Of course not. Please, Penelope, calm down. You can trust me. Okay? Take a breath. There. That's better. Life is ridiculous, isn't it? Life is. Sometimes life, sometimes it can be beautiful. But right now, right now, it is just sad. I have a confession. I joined this club, the Mar-a-Lago, because I thought... I thought it would say something about me to the world. Look at me. I've made it. Look at me. I can afford to be here. Look at me. I'm a part of the club. Look at me. I'm a part of the elite. I matter. I matter. I matter. But now I think... I think what a stupid faggot... What a stupid faggot needing approval of, of white men... Straight white men of anyone, of him. All my accomplishments, and yet I come here. I come here and I pay to feel better about myself. Here we are, two sick outsiders, the ones he hates the most. An immigrant and a queer paying for his acceptance. Cleaning his house up. It's... Sad. You know... I wish I were better. Mr. Hader? If I tell you... If I tell you something, you promise not to tell anyone? Please, you must promise. I promise. You are here this weekend because you are performing for him, are you not? I was to have a performance here, yes. That is true, and the rumor is that he was going to make an appearance. Myself? And some of the others are working this weekend because we are hoping to get him sick. We are hoping... Whoa, whoa. Where did your accent go? So much death in the world. So many people. So many good people. Why should the good people be the only ones affected? Penelope. What are you doing? I'm taking my mask off. What if you... If you don't get close to him, maybe I will. Power in numbers, right? Are you sure? I'm sure. Besides, you can't be the only saint. Come here, will you? It's a far walk to my room and my knees still, well, you can see. Will you help me? Will you help me get me to my room? Put your arm around me. Steady, steady, steady. <laughs> Great. You ready? What's that there? Do you see it? By the door, that little creature? Oh, that's Claudia. Claudia? It's a long story. 
Well, it's a long walk. I'm Bobby Bermea, Director of Community Engagement at Profile Theater. Do you identify as LGBTQIA+. Do you want to cultivate your own creative voice and use writing as a springboard for conversation and fellowship? Check out Community Profile, an affinity space geared towards queer and HIV-positive people that offers community building through monthly writing workshops with award-winning writers and exceptional teachers. Due to COVID-19, we aren't meeting in person at this time, but we are meeting online and have found it to be a rich experience for participants. The program is 100% free and a lot of fun. You'll meet people like you, of all genders, ages, and backgrounds, who are also there to work on their craft, share their stories, and listen to yours, and together find a little bit of wisdom, support, and love. For more information, go to our website, profiletheater.org, and click on the Community Profile tab, or email me at bobbyb at profiletheater.org, and see why one recent participant called this program a life changer. Six, Penelope and Dan. Penelope sits in an orange metal table in a supermax prison wearing an orange jumpsuit. A heavy door opens and closes. Dan, middle-aged, white, in casual but expensive off-the-rack clothing and tortoiseshell glasses, sits in a metal chair opposite her. He wears gloves and a mask, also expensive looking okay so um i should tell you that um you are not whatever you tell me in here will not be in confidence okay i mean if i don't i mean if you don't want me to to include a particular detail in the uh in the i mean if it's a particularly arresting of I shouldn't say arresting. If it's a really memorable detail, I might try to um, to code it or whatever, to mask. I shouldn't say mask. Uh, to conceal sensitive uh, details. I'm digressing. My point is, it's safe to assume that our conversations are being listened to. I'm not, I'm not like an attorney. We don't have attorney-client privilege. Um, so. It is sad that I can't see your face. Yeah, well, this is a prison, and about 80% of the population have tested positive. I haven't. Miraculously. Repeatedly. To account for false negatives. That's what they call it. I find that phrase funny. My lawyer sent my test results, as was requested by your person, I believe. We're alone in here. It is not transmissible from the walls or the table or even the air from the people who use this room before us. We are alone. You are safe. You would like to ask me sensitive questions? I would like to see your face. Why? Okay, then. Your answer is a no. I will call the guard. No, no, fine. I'm, I'm taking it off, okay? Taking it off. You have a nice face. I have a face like a writer. I do not understand what that means. Hollywood joke? Hey, hey, w- what are you doing? Please don't touch my mask. This is your only mask? I'll get you a mask if that's what this is about. They would not let me wear one. Okay, okay. 
You should know if you destroy my mask, that constitutes assault or like attempted murder, okay? I killed the president. Not Why exactly. would I care? None of this is necessary, okay? Anything you want from me, all you have to do is ask. Where are my cotton swabs? I brought them, like you ask. They took them. I might have to mail them. I know you're not supposed to put them in your ears when you get out of the shower, but they are not going to leave me out of here alive. I need to comfort myself with these simple pleasures. Besides, some nights, I would not mind being deaf. Can I have my mask back, please? I am aware that I am not permitted to any of the profits from this. If there are profits, which remains to be seen. I was thinking... I was thinking this could be a play. Why would you do that? Well, that's how I got my... Uh, I used to write plays. I thought maybe it would be... Anyway, there's more important things than money. Do you know who says that? People with money. I have expressed my terms through my lawyer and do not yet have the answer. Okay, yes, I did get that message. I should tell you there are serious problems with wiring that much money from the United States to Honduras. Bullshit. There are all kinds of... My agency and the production company and the industry generally have a lot of lawyers, okay? A lot of lawyers. Not to mention my own lawyer and their job, one of their jobs, is to make sure none of us runs afoul of money laundering laws or whatever. And anyway, there are better ways for us to have had this conversation that don't involve you luring me into a supermax prison and stealing my PPE. The End of Gold was a great movie. Thank you. May I have my mask? It should have won Best Screenplay. It won a Golden Globe? Yeah, yeah, I know. Typically, a Best Original Screenplay goes to the one they're afraid to give Best Picture. You think I'm some mesquita from a dirt mound that you can bullshit? You are an Academy Award nominee. You want to tell my story. Stage, screen, I do not give a fuck. You have money. I want 750000 in cash delivered to my family in Honduras. Do you honestly think that anything that I agree to in here is going to be binding? I walk out of here maskless, and assuming I don't drop dead in the next week or two, my agent summarily ignores anything I promise you, and we do the project without you. Or the entire project dies on the vine, which, believe me, is not the threat you might think it is. Why not just lie to me then? Tell me you'll, you'll do it. Get the interview. Don't send the money. That's the point. I'm not lying. I won't lie to you. Take the mask. Thank you. I'll leave it off. Just for now, in here. For the record, I think you're a hero. What you did was heroic. I'll wire you the money out of my own pocket. I'll make it 800 okay? I, I can't provide documentation. I don't want a paper trail, but you can trust me. I'm not a child. I never said you were a child. I killed the president and the vice president. Except you didn't. You tested negative. You said so yourself. By all accounts, the Cheeto, that's what I call him, the Cheeto. A lot of Americans call him that. Many of us don't like him. I know. It's because of the self-tanning stuff. He's orange. Cheetos are orange. <laughs> anyway, supposedly he killed himself with like a half century of, of Adderall abuse and fast food. He shit the bed, by the way. I mean, that figuratively and literally. 
my agent knows Ari Emanuel. He founded WME. You know that show, Entourage? He's Rahm Emanuel's brother. He was Trump's agent before, before he, uh... Anyway, evidently they found him in bed in his own excrement. The president, not, not Ari Emanuel. Which was apparently not that unusual. Except this time, he was dead. And Pence, well, Pence could have picked it up anywhere. I was the key person in a conspiracy to use biological warfare against a head of state. And I told a stranger about it. The opera singer? You had no way of knowing. I know that. I mean, the M.E.K. I didn't even know what they were until the news came out. I still don't even know what it stands for. I don't know which version of Iranian resistance gives us the initials M.E.K. Though I guess it's something in Farsi. That's the language there. Also... I guess he was more like M.E.K. affiliated than M.E.K. proper. Either way, he runs his mouth off to somebody. That somebody tells the CIA. I was stupid. No. How else was an Iranian invited to sing at Mar-a-Lago? They are waiting to deport me. Did you know that? They want to infect me and then set me loose. Except I am blessed by the Lord our God and cannot be infected. You think they're ever going to let you out of their sight? I don't mean to be unkind. You said it yourself. I did not infect anyone. They're going to make that known. They're going to make sure I am infected. Then they're going to deport me back to Tegucigalpa to kill as many Hondurans as they can. President Pelosi... You think they're going to let her become president? It has been nearly two months. Even if Pompeo did step aside, which he won't, she will not lift a finger to help someone like me. Someone like you, a chambermaid from Honduras? Or someone like you, an attempted presidential assassin? Both. Either. I have one more thing to ask. Find my son. In Tegucigalpa. Bring him here. My husband, only if it's easy. But bring my son. I can try. He is nine. In a year, he will be attracting the attention of the gangs if he has not already. You are a father. Twins, the same age. Fatherhood inspired you to write Horses of Bad News. That movie, it made me cry. I saw it in the theater and then watched it again on Netflix. I googled it and found your interview in Deadline. That made me cry too. Or did you not mean all that? I meant it. And I also didn't mean it. Okay, I'll do it. But that costs money. We'll go back down to 750 and the remaining 50 will cover the expenses and the hassle. Fine. There is someone else. Claudia. This was her idea. Oh, no, 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 no. This conversation isn't privileged. No, she's not a person. She is a pangolin. Like a... Like the animal? Like an armadillo, Yes. Okay. She speaks French, 
some English and also some Chinese, I think. Anyway, you can talk to her on the phone. I think she will give you a lot for your movie or book or play or whatever. Now, tell me about my movie. You're being played by Penelope Cruz. Yalizia Aparecio. Oh, I don't know if she's still acting. Ask her. If not her, find another short, dark girl who can act. Now, tell me about my movie. How about you tell me about your movie? Start with my third day at Mar-a-Lago. I want to go back further. Your village, maybe, or the trip through Mexico. Mm, my third day at Mar-a-Lago. I walk in on Eric. He's, um, what's the word? Um, uh, chaqueta. Jacket? <coughs> oh, oh, jacking. <laughs> As in off. Yeah. <laughs> on day four, <laughs> I found out that I hadn't exactly caught him, and... Day five, day six. <laughs> so I guess, I guess this is a comedy. My name is Paula Vogel, and I am honored to be one of the featured writers of Profile Theater in 2019-2020. I'm speaking to you from my home in Wellfleet, Massachusetts, where we too are experiencing COVID-19. I am thrilled and honored that this group of remarkable playwrights have gathered together to write my COVID-19 Bake Off. I want to say how meaningful it is to me that the Profile Theater's Bake Off will support the Cascade AIDS Center and the PRISM Health Center. As the writer of Baltimore Waltz, written quickly in the aftermath of my brother's death from HIV, I believe we must continue to support people who struggle with HIV while we attend to those who struggle with COVID. I hope you all have fun. My thanks. I'm Francis Jew. Thank you for listening to episode three of Claudia, a viral love story. The ongoing COVID-19 pandemic has only exacerbated health and mental health issues for many in our community, especially for those disproportionately impacted, including communities of color and people living with HIV AIDS. Founded by Cascade AIDS Project in 2017, PRISM Health offers a safe, affirming, and non-judgmental space where the LGBTQ community and beyond can obtain the compassionate and culturally effective health care they need and deserve. That's why we're raising money for PRISM Health during this urgent crisis. Together, we can make a difference. Go to profiletheater.org slash Claudia and click donate to make a gift to PRISM Health today. Thank you for listening to Claudia, a viral love story. This episode was written by Christopher Oscar Pena and Jason Grote and was directed by Josh Hecht. The character of Hater was played by Amir Arison. Penelope was played by Christy Miles. And Dan was played by Dan Katroser. Val Landrum read the opening narration. 
The sound designer and original music composer was Matt Weens. The sound engineer was Robert A.K. Gagneau. Jamie M. Ray was the line producer, and Maya Bourgeois was the stage manager. Claudia, a viral love story, is dedicated to Paula Vogel and her brother Carl, who died of AIDS in the late 1980s. In honor of Carl's memory, we're raising funds for Prison Health, a program of Cascade AIDS Project. Donate and listen to future episodes at profiletheater.org slash Claudia.